This episode is brought to you by Red Riding Hood, the manga-inspired take on the classic fairy tale for readers grades K through 2, written by Christina Oxtra. In Red Riding Hood, readers review the classic story in a brand new way, with twists in the story, more diverse characters, and featuring Japanese aesthetics incorporated throughout. Red Riding Hood is part of a series published by Capstone and written by various artists with unique takes on your childhood favorites. Look out for Red Riding Hood, available on Amazon and your local bookstores. Congratulations, Christine, on your first published book. The link is in the show description. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm your host, Corey Deergan. Alongside me is the grand return of the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. Hey, I'm alive. <laughs> Jesse, you've been gone for too long. Yeah, I yeah, I think I've literally only been on this show, I think, once this month. Yeah. Maybe, if even that. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a busy. It's been a busy month. You and Ed are going me. on. <laughs> well, that's you know it kind of worked out though because you know we've got we've got a couple of new people that I haven't got even quite got to meet yet that's joined the group. I know there's so, so you know there's a lot going we went, on. So. I think I think in the last month we went from I would say five six people to twelve now. <laughs> Yeah. literally doubled inside which size which nothing wrong with that In, including the man joining us also joining us is the pc muscle race as we're calling him <laughs> laron dawkins hey everybody what's going on <laughs> is that is is this name gonna stick are we gonna uh, i i don't know <laughs> I don't know because I, I feel like I feel like with that name comes great responsibility. Like I'm gonna have to like start flexing and wearing like muscle shirts and, and tank tops, you know, and making sure I don't violate the the, the, the no nipple policy. <laughs> I mean, you're just gonna have to start curling some of these massive graphics cards on screen, is what you're gonna have to do. <laughs> so, uh, how how are you, Leron? Uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, kind of been little, kind of been a little bedridden uh, the last few days here. Yeah, uh, how's that leg? Uh, it's it's better. It, it it's not in. Well, actually, I was gonna say it's not in pain today, but uh, but I did a little bit of running around, and all of a sudden my leg's like, hey, you need to chill out. Like, do not make me put you down again. So it's it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, I enough activity. I'm ready to just get back in bed, watch more podcasts, watch the the GI Joe Hasbro stream on on YouTube, <laughs> and just and just be a, a vegetative nut. Yeah, I uh, I jumped out of a back of a truck at on Tuesday. And really, my knee hurts real bad. <laughs> Just, uh, I landed I a, wrong. I have a moving truck or a stationary truck? A stationary truck. So okay. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, Corey, I was out of a moving one. I, I was I, I was about to say who was after you. I was uh, <laughs> I was doing my best rock impression in action movies. I was like, yeah, truck was moving. I was just jumping. You know, you know, there's. There's an art. There's an art to actually jumping down out of objects, whether moving objects or inanimate objects. There's there's an actual art to it because if you do it wrong, you will jack up everything all the way up to your neck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I jacked up my right knee pretty pretty good, and it like if Oof. I like 
I can walk fine, but like as soon as I step down, step down some stairs or like, you know, <laughs> try oh, to sit down or stand up, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's gonna give out. <laughs> oh, we're, we're we're brothers right now because it is my right leg that's doing that, and right now like the pain wants to like rest either right on top of the knee or like right above the knee or right down right down the calf around the outside. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where mine hurts. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 I didn't mean to pass you that juju, but you know. Yeah. Thanks, Leron. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, I'm a little bit of housekeeping, real quick. Uh, like we mentioned the last week, we launched Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast, last week. Uh, you can catch it on Spotify and Anchor. It's still trying to be approved on Apple Podcasts and Google, but some of the smaller podcast services it's available on already. So, you can go check that out. Hosted by Leron as well as Logan. And Nelly, and of course Brody from the Diggity Podcast, really, really loved that first episode. I kind of sat in and produced it, and made sure the live show went well. It was a good show. It was a great one. So thank you, thank you. Best pilot episode I've ever heard. So just don't oh my. that out there. <laughs> now there's now there's pressure. That means the sophomore yep, episode pressure. has to be it has to be phenomenal. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You do so. Honestly, uh, just just you guys be you, and I and I don't think there'll be much of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I think we I think we had that in spades, especially yeah, especially especially Logan and I just bonding over uh, Dead Space and uh, what was the other game? Because because we couldn't bond over, unfortunately, we couldn't bond over Horizon and sore subject there. Which apparently, <laughs> Logan's the only person that's beaten Horizon, so. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. we found out when everybody was giving you such a hard time during the episode. <laughs> yeah, like we're like we're all supposed to be PlayStation aficionados, and and only one out of four of us have actually have actually beaten one of the titles for PS4. <laughs> yeah, so that was funny though. I, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> so you get you guys should check that out. Also, uh, Celeste interviewed Bu, uh, the community manager for Whitethorn Games, and she was a former Mixer partner, now streaming on Twitch. So. Uh, hopefully you guys check that interview out as well. It was really good. I really uh, appreciate her taking the time out of her busy schedule to do that. And uh, I think we're going to work with her a little bit in the future on some things, uh, including her guest appearance on Nintendo Power Block this week. So hopefully you guys will check that out as well. This is the Boss Rush Podcast. This is episode 60. Each and every week we come together to talk about video games and everything we love about them with our friends. You can join us live on Saturdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash boshrushgameslive or be a part of the conversation. But if you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head on over to youtube.com slash boshrushgames and boshrushgames.com to watch the show or listen on your podcast service of choice. Remember to subscribe, follow, rate, and review wherever you consume us. It helps us out with discoverability, helps people find us, all that good stuff. Please leave that five-star rating. Really, really Help us out. Or a thumbs up on Spotify, I think, is all it is. So uh, check out our family of shows wherever you listen to podcasts. And all of our content is on BossRushGames.com. We're going to get into our gaming get-down, as Ed likes to call it. Uh, the gaming get-down. What have we been playing? Leron, we're going to go your way first. Uh, okay. Well, actually, I have finally turned on Horizon Zero Dawn. I said turned on. Like, I downloaded the uh, the updates. And it's like, <laughs> uh, I will start eventually. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to Go tell ahead. you, I'm going to tell you, you have to get through the little kid part at the beginning before it kind of gets into what you think that game is. Uh, that, okay. The little kid part's kind of weird. It's strange. Little, uh, I don't know. It just kind of looks like they just 
scrunched Aloy into like this Funko Pop version of herself. That kid, okay. there's, something, there's something about that little kid model, man, that just kind of messes with your brain. But anyways, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt than, you. That was oh, you no, got to no, get no. I just uh, it's just wanted to warn you that there's okay. a little kid part that you got to get through. All right, so it you know, probably won't be that big a deal for me because because uh, I played through a lot of more obscure freaking intros and stuff like that. Uh, but um, but I kind of been taking it easy. Haven't really been doing a lot of gaming, uh, not even like mobile or or, or a portable gaming because of because of what's been going on with my leg lately. It's been it's been like just trying to find a comfortable position to play a video game in is a challenge. So I've kind of taken I've kind of taken it easy. My monster anybody's just screaming at me right now. He's like, get back on, get back on, and I was like, no, the new monster comes out in October. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, it's, yeah, it's uh. Tell you what, man, when you're if you're like hurt or sick or anything and you think like, oh, man, now that I am like bedridden, I can play games all the time. It's just not something you want to do. It's just it's just not something you want to actively do. How did we how did we do this when we were kids? I remember I, I remember being busted up as a kid and had that freaking NES controller in my hand just going just going to work. <laughs> yeah, just like kind of. Oh, I don't feel good. I'm just going to sit be- like my parents had a had a little TV for me behind the couch and I would just sit behind the couch and play Nintendo when I was sick or if I didn't if I was like hurt or something and now I'm just like oh, I just don't want to move anywhere. I don't even want to turn the TV on. I'd I'd love to have my kid brain back for some of this stuff, you know. I not not for all of it, but you know, at least for the stuff it's like when I when I want to have fun, let me have the kid brain back again. Right. <laughs> the the adult brain's a party pooper. Nah, don't jump off of that. You'll kill yourself. Nah, don't don't go in there. Something will chop your head off. <laughs> right. <laughs> for me, like I whenever I got sick, honestly, it was either it was either I, I was barely ever sick but when i did get sick it was it was just really bad that's all it's always been my whole life that i didn't get i don't get sick much but when i do it it goes all out and so yeah like uh, i think when i was younger the most i would do like when i was sick is maybe watch like price is right or whatever hey that was also a staple, <laughs> that was also a staple of being sick back in the day yeah, yeah. Sit People on bed, lay on it. that couch, lay on that couch, and watch the prices right. <laughs> With them big like Best Buy tags on their shirts, <laughs> With their name written real oh, big. Oh yeah, yeah, the big. <laughs> oh man, uh, Bob yeah. Barker, man, what a what a guy. Uh, but yeah, is is that kind of it's kind of just all you've been doing is kind of just like playing the blessing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jesse, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've actually had like over the this entire month, I've had like very, very small uh, gaming sessions of like maybe you know like fifteen, twenty minutes at a time. Um, but I've played quite a few things that I haven't talked about yet. So I did. So sessions had a free download, like you could download sessions. That, that skateboarding the, game, yeah, yeah, you could download that on Xbox, and you can. I think you get like a ten-hour or a two-hour something, uh, uh, full demo play of it, uh, where you can, you know, kind of test it out and see if it's something you'd be interested in. So I, I downloaded that, um, and I actually did buy Skater XL, um, 
because I just was watching videos of it and stuff, and it looked really interesting. Um, you know, obviously, like, I'm, like, once the Tony Hawk games come out, like, that's probably going to be where most of my time will be spent. But I do really like the the um, almost simulation like kind of style that the Skater XL is is offering you, um, and it definitely is really hard to get used to the whole idea of like you know each foot individually having a joystick on mm-hmm. on Skater XL. Um, yeah, Sessions looks good better in a lot of ways. But I feel like Skater XL is a much more um, enjoyable gameplay than than Sessions was. Now both of them are like, you know, still kind of like in a almost an early access version. They're like neither of them are complete yet. Uh, they're gonna be constantly being updated and you know and and improved on. Um, but but yeah, I mean I. I enjoy Skater XL, like what I put into it. I didn't really get into uh, sessions quite as much. Um, you know, there, like I said, there's certain things about sessions that do look better. Um, but as far as uh, the fun aspect of it goes, I had way more fun playing Skater XL than I did um, sessions. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've I've played played a little bit of both of those. Um, I I picked up while I was uh, on vacation last week. I picked up uh, the Ring Fit Adventure or whatever. Oh yeah, how was that? Um, I didn't really get too much into it. I just you know I went through the whole starting of of the game, which like to get get through the whole introduction part of it. I think took like fifteen twenty minutes. Um, just to do the, you know, setting everything up and, and teaching you how to, you know, how certain things work and, you know, getting everything, uh, you know, calibrated and, you know, like teaching you how to do the stretching stuff. And like, there's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff that it went through. And then like, by the time it got to the point of where I was about to start, like the actual, um, campaign adventure mode. Um, I just saved it and, you know, I'm like, okay, well now, now I got all that stuff done. I can come back to this and actually next time I put a, you know, the 15 minutes or 20 minutes and I can actually do like a level. So I, I'll, um, once I go through that, I, then I'll talk about that a little bit more, but, but, um, I mean, you know, I've, I've kind of been wanting to get it. I've been hearing so many great things about it, so. You know, I'm I'm glad I finally was able to pick it up, and yeah, I just got it while I was in Upper Michigan because I was like, I don't know if there's gonna be any copies of it, you know, in stores here because I know it was selling out quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know they stopped producing it for a while, and that's why it was hard to find. But um, I don't know if that's if that's you know made a difference now that they're that they've been making more if they're still selling out. I don't know, but I just figured they had some there. I wanted it. I might as well just grab it and make sure instead of, uh, you know, just assuming that there'll be some when I get back home. So, so yeah. Um, and then, um, I know like we've kind of talked about, uh, playing it here eventually, but I did actually start up battle toads and just try and try a little bit of it. 
just because I was really curious. Um, and man, I, I like it. I like, I like what I've played so far. It's, it's just dumb fun. Like, and it's, and it's challenging, but it's not, it's not like ridiculous challenging. Like, like the original was, Oh yeah. um, because I played the speeder, the speeder, uh, bike level, uh, in the, in this new one. And it definitely is challenging. Like it's it it brings me back to the days of playing uh, frequency or amplitude where you're like you know having to flip you know like flip over and you know like that kind of thing. Um, but but it's you know it's it's doable. It's it's not like frustrating to the point of where you just don't want to you know don't want to play it anymore. Um, it was so yeah. It was just difficult enough to where you. Felt yeah. the nostalgia for the original game, but at the same yeah. time, it wasn't like you're gonna go outside and just like start start chucking like five year olds, you know? Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, and like and I, I'll be honest, like I really do like the character stuff and and the like the the story stuff that's going on in it. I'm liking so so far, you know, like I I think. I think they did a pretty good job of like the the humor and stuff like that so far and so I'm I'm definitely looking to to forward to playing more of that. So Yeah. But I played, um, I played a little bit of it. It was yeah. what I played was fine. I definitely feel like it's made to be co-op, but also they do a yeah. lot of interesting things to like if you're playing by yourself, they have that kind of you can switch in and out the different yep. battle toads and kind of do different combos. It feels like there's a lot of solo combo built built into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's neat. There's some cool ideas there. I didn't get very far cause I was waiting for us yeah. to play together at some point, but yeah, we'll definitely have to play it. Yeah. Play it together. Cause I, uh, um, yeah, I think that it's definitely, it's kind of like, uh, streets of rage where it's just, you know, so much more fun to play with other people, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. But yeah, that for now that's you know, that's pretty pretty much it um, for newer stuff that I can think of. So, cool, cool. Uh, well, for me, it's been just kind of switching on and off between Destiny and Assassin's Creed. I just haven't, I haven't felt the need to play something new in a while. You know, like I, <laughs> like I, my mind's like I want to play something new. But I haven't just sat down and and taken the time to to get into a game, right? It just mm-hmm. nothing is kind of jumping out at me. So I've just been switching between Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Destiny, uh, and I've been having fun, right? Like Destiny, I've been really grinding out some stuff for the Solstice of of Heroes event. But other than that, I played some Switch stuff. I did play. Uh, let's see. Let me open my Switch here see what i what i have been playing i i played a little bit of uh nba 2k 20 on my switch uh ironically <laughs> enough uh it's sometimes i just want to play a sports game you know and yeah I've been playing on my switch and it's, that. it's been it's been fun you know like it's fun to play a game or two and then turn it off and be like okay well that's it that's this this month's uh basketball sesh so uh, well that's that's kind of why i picked up skater xl is i 
I just wanted something that was just completely different that I that is like nothing else that I have on my Xbox that I can just kind of go to as like a, a palate cleanser yeah. because I was kind of the same way this month, man. I've just like I don't know. I've just been kind of in a funk when it comes to games. Like I've just the normal things that I wanted to do or play. I just have not like had interest in this month. Yeah, like I just wanted something else, something else to do that yeah. I'm not that I haven't done in a long time or or that's you know yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so I it's I don't know man it's it's just this weird point in games where I'm like I really want Tony Hawk to come out I really am mm-hmm. interested in replaying Kings of Kingdoms of Amalur when it comes out uh and then the new consoles this fall right like that's kind of it like yeah Pikmin 3 is coming out for Switch but like is probably one of the only people that owned a Wii U on this team. Like I played it already, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. you know, I, as as awesome as it is to get these Wii U games on Switch, and I'll probably get it at some point, and I will probably play through it again. But like, re issues aren't really exciting to me. Like, I mean, yeah, Tony Hawk, the Tony Hawk One and Two remake are because they remade it, right? Like, it looks amazing, and Kingdoms of Amalur was like just this awesome RPG that I would love to play again. And it's getting a new expansion in the spring. So like kind of want to revisit that, but like these Wii U games that aren't really touched at all, you know, it's just kind of like, I played that already, you know, and as much as I love Pikmin three is not exactly my favorite one either. So, uh, I don't You're know. not the only one. You're not the only one that says that about Pikmin three. Like, Pikmin had like this magic about it, and uh, and then a lot of my friends who loved like the uh, the original and the sec and the sequel mm-hmm. were like, mm, there was just something just not right about Pikmin three. So yeah. I so I I got a bunch of friends who can agree with you on that one. I would like I really like the simplicity of Pikmin one, where you're just one guy mm-hmm. running around trying to find your spaceship parts and. Uh, you know, I want another game like that, but just more expansive. I don't need three different pilots with three different teams of Pikmin and trying to solve the same puzzle in three different locations. Like, I don't need that, you know? Uh, yeah. It was a great-looking game. Like, it's still one of the prettiest Wii U games, but it's just kind of like, there's a little bit too much here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, how the, the, uh, the new the new Yoshi's crafted world. Like it's like, you know, like that 2018. Well, you know, and that's the thing though, is like, I feel like that game is a lot like the original Pikmin where, where it's just very simplistic and it, the things that it does, it does pretty well. Like you don't have to have, you know, sometimes you just don't have to have, all these, you know, crazy amounts of things that you can do. You know, sometimes it's just nice to just be able to float through a game and just enjoy it. <laughs> that's, you know, that's the one thing I will say about the Nintendo fan base. And this and this sounds like an insult, but it's not. But when it comes to great games from Nintendo, the bar is on the floor. Like, it does not have to be set ridiculously high for it to be like this crazy crazy phenomenal game uh like sometimes simple is the best way to go and i feel i feel a lot more developers out there could actually take a cue i'm not saying i'm not saying water down your games to the point where it's just it feels like they're just pandering to you yeah but you know keep the 
keep the stuff that makes the game magical in there, but don't like don't just try to shoot for like this next masterpiece. You know, I, I always feel like I, feel, I always feel like the best games are games that weren't they, the developers weren't shooting for a masterpiece, but it became a masterpiece. You know, in reaction from the from the player base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, like Outer Worlds and my, you know, like they they kind of you know they they're like we we don't want to make this this like crazy massive game we'd rather just kind of shrink it down and focus on the things that we're trying to do you know like and i feel that's what nintendo does really well is they they focus on the main things that the game wants to do and you know don't don't you know spend all this extra time on everything else where you're just kind of losing focus of what you're the main thing you're trying to do in the game you know Mm -hmm. so yeah it's uh yeah i don't i don't know man as someone who who kind of runs the nintendo ship for boss rush it's kind of like i i've been kind of i don't want to say bored lately but it's just kind of like paper mario was interesting but i haven't played it yet and like i just i've never been into paper mario and and i'm not saying every game has to be for me right because that's literally mm-hmm. that's impossible right but I haven't really played anything that Nintendo's put out this year that is like super exciting. Like I didn't like Animal Crossing. I got it. <laughs> I played it, but it's just like I don't understand like I don't understand what people find appealing about this game. <laughs> I I never found Animal Crossing like any type of appealing for me. Not when they not when it was like an original what what was the original IP for? 64? Uh GameCube. Oh, okay, so first, his first instance was on the GameCube. Okay, yeah. Like I never, I never saw the draw to it. I mean, I it, it, honestly, it was like a Sims game in my in my interpretation back when mm-hmm. I saw it, and and you know, but it's more like a cartoony Sims game that like is geared towards towards a younger audience, and you know, and I just never saw the appeal to it because it's like okay, if I'm going to play a Sims game, I'll just play the Sims. Even though I don't play the Sims, like I'm I, I play the more the more the more mature versions i played sim city and all those other Mm -hmm. sim type games and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh but i just never got it so i'm right there with you Corey. you know so like when when animal crossing came out on the switch even i have i have a roommate she does not play video games at all but she loves overcooked Mm -hmm. and for and for a while she was begging me to buy animal crossing for the switch and i was like okay you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spend 60 bucks for a game for a system i barely turn on you can play. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, that's like my wife's not into video games at all, but she'll play Mario Kart. So I ended up getting Crash Team Racing. And it's just oh, okay. like it's it's so it's even though it's a kart racer, it's just still way too different. Yeah. For, exactly. You know, and it's just like, OK, well, got to wait for Mario Kart 9 now, I guess, five years <laughs> from now. And <laughs> this game that's stops game. selling, maybe. <laughs> That's a game I refuse to let come in my house. Mm-mm. Mario Kart. No. Mar- Mario Kart. Like, is, I, I just, I just released the, I, I just let up the embargo on, on Mario Party because this new Mario Party game was amazing and it was the first one. It was the first one I ran out the gate. I, I beat everybody in when I played it. So I was like, okay, you know what? Mario Party can, can come back, but Mario Kart can just stay out. <laughs> <laughs> that, right. Yeah, well, how about that Ryan's toy review version of it? 
<laughs> oh my god, my kids watch that crap. I can't stand, can't stand him. But like, yeah, he has his him. own Switch game, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that, apparently that cart, that cart game or whatever. Yeah, it's like basically like a Mario Kart clone, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I don't know. I'm just I. I I know next year is has is rumored to be like a monster year for Switch, right? Like it's apparently we're getting all kinds of Zelda and the Mario 35th anniversary stuff got pushed to next year and uh um, a 2D Metroid and a th- and a uh HD Prime trilogy next year. Wait, wait, they- wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. A new 2D Metroid game is coming? That's, that's the rumor. Oh, it's a rumor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, and isn't there rumor also, or now that they're like been confirmed that that uh, PlayStation, or not PlayStation, that Nintendo is uh, is in fact making uh, the Switch uh, Pro. Uh, yeah, Switch Pro. It's, it's and that also a the rumor. new Zelda, the new Zelda mm-hmm. uh, Breath of the Wild two will probably be for that. Yeah, the the rumor <laughs> is they're going to launch Breath of the Wild two next next to the Switch Pro. Yeah, but it'll still run on the regular switch. It'll just yeah. be like 1080p. Supposedly, the, supposedly this new switch is like working kind of it's more powerful, but also the dock is going to have some processing power in it to make it output yes. probably checkerboarded 4K, 4K, yeah. which is what the PS4 yeah. Pro does now. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the rumor. Uh, we're going to deep dive into it on Nintendo Power Block this week. So uh prepare for that but you know I, I next year for switch sounds like the year i'm gonna just have to sell a kidney or something this year just whatever <laughs> so I, I don't know i just i just haven't been, really found anything on switch that's been appealing this year so i've been playing actually i've been playing a lot of cross uh cross code and the witcher on switch this mm-hmm. year i've been my two main switch games how okay so so how is the witcher on the switch I like did you, it. Did you play it on any other other console? I played it. I played it on Xbox One uh-huh. uh, for a little bit, but I was like, "This game's way too long, and I'm not gonna have any time to play it." But then when it came to Switch, like I've been playing, I've been playing a lot of it on TV, which it looks, whatever, it looks fine. But when you play it in handheld mode, it actually looks remarkably good for the Switch version. And the whole game, the whole game, and all the DLC somehow fits on a cart. So. Yeah, right yeah that's crazy plus they, <laughs> plus they just re- they just uh, updated it about two months ago on the switch to give it uh they have a new texture pack and a higher frame rate pack that that they released in that patch so it runs at like 45 frames a second and see i'm trying i'm, I'm trying not to because i have a bad i have a bad thing about double dipping when uh. assist when a, when a game when a game that i i want to play or a game i like comes to like a handheld mm-hmm. i'm trying my best because i have i've 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 bought i accidentally bought the witcher 3 twice because uh, i didn't realize i didn't realize i had well i had the base game but i didn't realize i had like the like all the dlc and everything so mm-hmm. I accidentally bought. I actually, I bought it on sale for like fifteen for like fifteen bucks on mm. at, on the humble store and yeah. got the whole collection. And then when I went to download it, it was like, oh, add on to your add on to your existing install. I was like, I had the Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it just feels like one of those games that everybody has at some point purchased. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, 
So I just want to hear someone's thoughts on how it is on the Switch, you know, and, and uh, please feel free to tell me I do not need to buy it again. <laughs> I mean, if if like if for me, I'm in like this kind of parent situation where like I don't use the TV a whole lot. So the Switch is kind of my go to console. Is perfect. Yeah. And so playing a game like The Witcher, if I have any hopes of finishing The Witcher, it's on, be it's, on the Switch. Yeah. So which is how I played Zelda, too. Right. Like I. I played a lot of the big story beats on the TV. I played, a, you know, I was like, I, I don't think I'm ever going to take this out because I'm not a huge handheld gamer. Like, I don't really care about handheld consoles a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually, out of the 225 hours I put into Zelda, maybe 25 of them were on the TV. Uh, <laughs> and so, and like, I'm probably 30 hours into The Witcher and probably five of them have been on the TV. So, you know, what I may do though is I may. I may break out the the switch because um I bought freaking I I walked in Best Buy one day and caught the Final Fantasy ten and ten two collection on sale, and Final Fantasy twelve on sale, both games fifty dollars. So I bought I got three games fifty dollars and and I've I've seen Digital Foundry's uh uh kickback on the um on the Switch version of uh twelve and mm-hmm. uh, and ten two, and they're they're like if you hadn't played these games yet. The best experience to play them right now, if you don't have the PC versions, is to get the Switch version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, Digital Digital Foundry said that, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I got I have both those games as well on Switch, and I got to tell you, twelve. I haven't played it since the PS2 release. Like, I skipped the PS4 re-release because uh, I was like, these old like because they had already announced that seven, eight, and nine were coming to Switch at that point, and I was like, well. I'm sure 12 is coming to switch at some point and I waited and I'm, I'm really happy that I did 12 looks, it looks really good. Like they, they, they kind of redid the retouched the, the cutscenes a little bit and they added a new kind of leveling system. It's, it's a great version of that game. So. I picked I picked twelve up and put it down when it was original, when it was original PS2 game, because uh, I, I was, I was expecting, I guess I guess the problem was was like when they said return to Evil I was I was expecting more of a Final Fantasy Tactics vibe to it. And Final Fantasy Tactics mm-hmm. is my favorite Final Fantasy game. And people and people look at me and they want to fight me because it's not one of the numbered Final Fantasy games. Oh my games. gosh, they can get out of here. Final Same. Fantasy Tactics yeah. is awesome. I want yeah. The, Same. Why, it's the, it's my my favorite too. I think. Let me ask you, where's this HD re-release of War of the Lions, the PSP version? Here, Hey, you know, it, I I would I would I love that. As a matter of fact, we said on the um, we said on Crossroads, I said on Crossroads is like if you're gonna reach back in the vault and remake or re-release something for PS5, Final Fantasy Tactics is my pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. you know just just fix just fix the battle system from where you flubbed it in the PSP version. You know, even the the PSP version is forgivable, but you know it's something about doing magic spells and it slows down the gameplay. <laughs> when magic spells were what the gameplay was about. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, come on. Let's just, let's, where is it? Where is yeah, this? I know. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, we have a couple of tactic games that have been coming out recently. Yeah. Like Felseal Arbiter's I, I, Mark. If you want Final Fantasy Tactics, you should play Felseal Arbiter's Mark. Where's that at? Is that on the Switch? It's on everything. Oh, it's on everything because yeah. I'm about to grab my switch. I'm about to grab my switch right now and look for it. <laughs> it's it's thirty dollars. There's also a twelve hour. There's also a twelve dollar expansion that just came out this year mm-hmm. called like Magic and Monsters or something where they add like probably twenty or thirty hours more gameplay. But it's Wait, like one more one more time with that name. Fell Seal like F E L L S E A L. Arbor's Mark. Okay. Yep. It's uh the art style like it took me a minute to get used to like. I, 
I don't know. I it just there's something about it that kind of whatever to me. But once you get in there and play it, the customization and just like oh, dude, it kind of actually looks very tactics ogrey. Yeah, it's it's it feels a lot like tactics ogre too. Uh, mm-hmm. But it just the deep customization and the party system and everything. Oh, it's so it's so good. Okay. It's, it's okay. so good. It's on sale all the time too. So if you want to wait a little bit, like if you want to add it to your Steam library and wait for a sale or whatever, I got it on Switch when it was on sale for like seventeen dollars. I see. I'm that weirdo because when 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 games when games look like this, I prefer to get them on the Switch. Yes, that's because <laughs> I. Because I I I got I got Wargroove for sale on for some wild flash sale on 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 Steam for like four dollars, yeah. and and my my ultra wide crazy monitor you know made that thing look I was like oh this is unbearable but I I, I want to play it more but it's unbearable and I ran the Best Buy and bought a twenty dollar DLC pack <laughs> just to get it on the Switch <laughs> yeah plus like the Switch version and the PC versions of all these games have cross save. Yeah, which is also like if you played The Witcher on on PC, also you can connect it to your whatever account that you played it on, and it's cross save. I did not know that. I, I didn't know that for the for for The Witcher. Yeah, only for the PC version though, not the okay. Xbox or PlayStation version. But so the uh, so the GOG version. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's really cool. They just did it with like. Civ and XCOM 2, they did it. So there's a lot of games that are cross-save on the Switch with PC versions, which is really cool. You know what? If uh, if Capcom does something like that with Monster Hunter, it'll make it a lot more bearable for me to say I'm going to buy the buy the game on both systems because... Yeah, that's, because... The, that's the weird thing, right? Like, I've, I thought Capcom would have tried to at least do that at some point with Monster Hunter World because a lot of people bought the PlayStation or the Xbox version, and the and PC then, version was, what, like seven or eight months later? Yeah, and yeah. then we and then we crossed over to the PC version. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people who are PC gamers by 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 default. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that is kind of that was kind of a weird situation how they handled that game. Yeah. Like, I, got, I got I got friends right now who are, who are saying we'll buy the next Monster Hunter game if you play with us, and I'm like, uh, you buying it on PC? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, come on, guys, let's let's. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it's it seems like crossplay is it, it needs to happen now. And mm-hmm. and there, I mean, there's a lot of cross save stuff, but like it needs to be integrated into more stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. And I'm hoping that that's something that they're kind of you know will be more standard and next generation. Yeah. Hopefully, well, like that. Hopefully, Apex... there's going to be a grasp for it. Hopefully, there's going to yeah. be a grasp for it. Well, supposedly, yeah. it, like the cross save and the crossplay stuff wasn't like it wasn't technically possible in apex but during this when they announced it for switch they're like oh it's gonna have crossplay and cross progression now and it's like you literally just said in an interview like four months ago it wasn't even possible you're you're <laughs> so, retro are you, did you are you retroactively <laughs> doing it on the other versions too yeah i mean that's what <laughs> i'm saying like yeah. I, don't, I, don't I think i think it's because there's probably just so much uh red tape with it you know like with it trying to make it work with you know like everyone's got to be it seems like a lot of times like everyone's got to be all in or it just can't happen or, or because when it does happen it's only certain you know like platforms then it, it just feels clunky and it feels you know like 
just like it's a mess. It's yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where where all all platforms are just gonna have to all say like you know all be have to be all in for it to really be as as amazing of a thing as it could be. You know, like it just it just needs to be a new standard. You know. Mm-hmm. Movie. My prediction, my prediction is is coming. I'm I I'm not I, I'm not gonna say it'll be as early as this uh, this new console uh, this new console launch that we're getting ready for, but um I believe well I'm pretty sure we're 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 fairly young. I'm pretty sure it'll happen in our lifetime, but I feel like it's sooner than than later. Mm-hmm. For the most part, where we'll have a complete cross-play environment, uh, cross-play will uh, cross-save will definitely be a bigger thing to do, you know, because uh, because uh, I feel like as far as like those save files and stuff go, like those should automatically be on the developer servers anyway. So like for example, Monster Hunter World that should be on Capcom servers for your save files and stuff like that, and you know, along with your local files because like I played on Steam and the first thing it says is uh, make sure your cloud is synced, your cloud file is synced to your save your local save file and stuff like that, you know, so. That means it's up there somewhere. Somebody's managing it. So what's you know what's the big what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly i I don't like I don't know what you guys think, but i I could see the you know the possibility of maybe one more console coming out. But I think when that next console comes out down the road. That it's still going to be an option. I, I, I could seriously see, you know, Xbox or, you know, those kind of things being literally like a Netflix, uh, you know, app where you just like, if yeah. you want, if you want these services and these things, you have to have this app and you pay for these subscriptions for this thing. You know, like look at look at Hulu, like. With Hulu, you can have just regular Hulu, but then inside Hulu, you can have, you know, the the Sci-Fi Channel, uh, mm-hmm. you know, subscription. You can yeah. have a subscription for this. You can have a subscription for that. And and like, I could see consoles with, you know, once once the, you know, X Cloud type things and all that are really to the point of where they can do what the consoles do in your house like perfectly over the internet then you you know there there won't be a need for for a physical console anymore and well, i if, think uh, like at that point that like things like you know cross play and all that stuff wouldn't really matter because in a, in a in a way you know it would be much easier of a thing to do because it's it's just going to be everywhere you'll have you know you'll be able to buy a new tv and then boom you have xbox on there or whatever yeah well with the advent well with the advent of cloud gaming and stuff like that you know stadia stadia even despite its rocky 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 launch you know like Mm -hmm. stadia stadia still in the game and it's picking up some more Mm -hmm. steam now you know stuff like that so you know yeah if stadia and 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 guys of that like can stay in the market long enough it will eventually help to propel like the 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 entire gaming industry to that point Mm -hmm. and uh and i and given with the way we are now because our our society has evolved around like even though like we're still a a computer computer society like Mm -hmm. we function more on on mobile devices so so phones tablets things like things of that nature like Mm -hmm. shoot like even like uh just 
just really random stuff. Even our smartwatches, for example. Yeah. Uh, the more the more and more we get plugged into devices that aren't traditional, like PCs or console gaming boxes and things like that, the more and more opportunities there have been for us to, for marketing and developing for stuff like Netflix, Hulu, and all that stuff. And then we've mm-hmm. got games as a service and all this stuff. So I feel like if Stadia can stay in the game long enough and wind up getting some more rivals into that cloud gaming sphere like we're going to definitely see a different a, a new shift for how P- for how pc and console gaming has and it's and i feel like it's going to be for the better yeah i i mean i could even honestly see it get to the point like where when it starts getting baked into tvs that you have companies like samsung and stuff possibly having their own game uh you know like developer teams or whatever that would make you know like because i heard recently that like apparently uh samsung has its own like tv channels that you can watch yeah they do through through samsung tvs that you Mm -hmm. can't watch anywhere else yeah i mean like if they're doing that kind of stuff if if something like xbox or playstation just becomes an app on their on their uh, TVs, I could see them like having their own like teams of developers that will make games that are that are like specifically you can only play through the app on a Samsung TV or something like that. You know. Well, like, I'm I'm telling you right now with the deal that Microsoft has with Samsung on phones, TV, yeah. TVs with Game Pass are the next yeah the next thing. I know. Yeah, I'm yes. I'm excited. I'm excited because like. Dude, I I know I know a lot of people are 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 iPhone fans, but I I just absolutely love Samsung phones. I can't, I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I was over a friend's house back before pandemic, because you know, like, oh no, I haven't been over anybody's house in the last five months. But I I was at a friend's house, and they had just they had just gotten a new television, and um and I remember I was playing I was playing around with just the remote settings to see what all what all the features were on it, and I mm-hmm. I swear I saw like GeForce Now, and I was like, wait. GeForce Now, do you do you have an NVIDIA account? Like, no, what is that? I'm like, you'd be able to play games directly off of this. And so, yeah, so it's yeah. coming. It's out there. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. remember what I can't remember what model TV it was. I want I don't think it was I don't remember it was a Vizio, but it wasn't one of the major, major ones. So it wasn't like LG or Samsung or it definitely wasn't Sony. Um I can't remember uh, but what it was, but I remember seeing that and I was like, GeForce Now, do you have an account for NVIDIA? And it's like, no, what is that? I was like, that's 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 gaming stuff for PCs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming. Whether yeah, whether you want it or not, it's uh, <laughs> it, it'll be it'll, it'll be exciting. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, like we've we've always heard the, you know, the consoles aren't the main focus for these companies. It's it's all about the software, and mm-hmm. and if they can get that software to you and cut out. Having to spend, you know, hundreds of dollars on to make each console and waste, you know, and lose money on it, like they're you know, they're going to go that route if they can, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Have yeah. Sony or have you know like Samsung make the TV that's that can give you what you want, and they don't need to spend that money anymore to to make the the physical product to be able to play their. Their thing that actually makes them money. You know? I wondered. I wondered though, will that make TVs more expensive? 
because I feel like I feel like TVs have hit have hit a saturation point now that we're like it's got to be competitive for it to be like a multi thousand dollar television now. I mean, theoretically, though, if it's if it's ultimately not doing anything hardware wise to run the games, then it shouldn't affect it theoretically the price i mean i i do think just naturally as we go as technology gets better that the the prices will go up on things but i think one of the things that that i could see them doing that would would make the tvs more expensive is if they try to start doing what what um monitors do like to have that that millisecond only of of uh you know of latency where where most tvs i think the lowest you latency you can have is like 11 milliseconds or 15 milliseconds or something like that like like just in in nature the way that uh monitors are made there's just you you can't get that kind of latency on uh, low latency on a TV like it just isn't they it, they just don't do it right now mm-hmm. so I you know I don't know if maybe that would be, have to be something they would have to look into if they start running you know games natively on it you know through the app or whatever but I could see stuff like that making stuff cost more of just like having to redesign the way that they're building the TVs. Um, but I think outside of that, if, if there's no hardware actually doing anything to play the games on it, then, then I, you know, theoretically that wouldn't really change the price of it. I don't think, you know, cause it would be no different than just, you know, because it has Netflix on it, you know, like, does it cost more just because it has Netflix on? No, that's usually just something that they're offering you know, to get you to buy their product, you know, like yeah. say, to be able to say, hey, we we support Netflix and we have, you know, HBO on our thing or whatever, you know, it's it's interesting to watch. All I, all I know is like there was a there was a nice little phase when like TVs, when TVs became smart TVs, that there was a whole bunch of gimmicks and stuff like that. And yeah. it kind of and it, and it kind of drove up prices. So it's yeah, that's that's why I asked my question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it's definitely a good question. You know, and I, I do think that, it, that, like I said, I do think they will eventually. It probably would make it go up, but I think it would be for for different reasons, probably because they're uh, more on a hardware side that maybe there's something that they have to spend more money on uh, to try to get it to, you know, because, I mean, look, like you can buy a monitor that's like only, you know, one-fourth the size of your TV, and it can cost just as much if not more as than, a tv yeah than a tv because of certain things that it's doing that that tvs just don't do mm-hmm. so like see that then that's where i could see if they have to do that on a tv have it you know have it be able to do what a monitor does in order for uh playing games through an app to work properly then i could see yeah that it would have to then be costing way more for for a tv to be able to have that that option but that's the thing is i you know like it's at this point it's all just like theory you know theories and like we 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 don't see it happening yet so we don't really know how that right would work. yeah <laughs> we can only guess at this point yeah 
Oh, you know what? You know, what? Let, let's circle back to the gaming get down for a second. I, I did, I did realize I have, <laughs> I have been wasting a little bit of time on something, and you know, it's just something I have been able to do. Uh, I've been playing the mobile game Teppin, which is a uh, basically okay. Capcom, uh, Capcom and Gung Ho uh, team uh, teamed up to make this card game based around the characters from like the Capcom Capcom's universe. So, uh, but uh, I've been playing it since launch back in was. It, it's been a year, so so since July of last year, I've been playing it, um, and uh, and and it's been a gr- it's been a great time waster. But of course, you know it's a mobile game, so yes, there are mic- microtransactions everywhere. So <laughs> if you like if you like games like Hearthstone or like or your old school Yu Gi Oh or UFS player from back in the day and stuff like that, you'll enjoy you'll enjoy tapping. Um, but uh, I will say, like you know, make sure like you you and your wallet are at are at peace of each other, or you may <laughs> you may drop some money. And I've looked at the transactions on the store; you can spend anywhere from two dollars up to ninety nine bucks. <laughs> it's like whoa! <laughs> but uh, it it also has a free to play model, so you so you you do have the opportunity to get the same things that people get from from just buying everything straight out. But of course, it's a longer it's a longer grind for it. Cool. Yeah, speaking of mobile games, I need to get my free gift from Disney Emoji Blitz. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dude, that, I, that I game's finally, like... Oh, go ahead, Jesse. Did you see I had finally passed over 100... What was it? 100 million or whatever score in one game. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Like I, I had just a crazy good game. Yeah, I play that every once in a while too. But it, it's, I just, it, it was so misleading though. They made you, they made you think that like when you unlock emojis for your phone, that like you know, like it would be as good as the the Mickey Mouse one that they give you. Yeah. Like when you start the game off, but it's yeah, dude, it's such a such a. I don't know. Some of them are pretty good. Well, they're they're good, but they don't they like the the Mickey Mouse one that they give you is the only one that actually gives you a full like full emoji uh, catalog. Oh, see, like, the, the, I, the ones you unlock only give you like partial like half of what what the Mickey Mouse one does. Oh, see, my on my on mine, it I have all of them. Like they just give you them all. They just sort yeah. them by characters, and then you have to like hold the character down to get the emojis. But yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it does it does that on mine too. But like it, but there's there's only there's only half the amount of emoji things that it that that you have to choose from from then from the Mickey Mouse one that you that you originally get when you download the game or whatever. Yeah. Like it, like the the amount of of uh, options are less on all the characters that you unlock. Because, like, I, I went to the Mickey Mouse one, and you have, like, all these options of emojis that you could do with the Mickey Mouse one. And then I would click on my other ones that I unlocked, and it's, like, just, you know, like, your basic little thing of, like, the, like, I don't know, it had, like, 12, maybe. Yeah. Whereas the Mickey Mouse one has, like, 20 or, like, different things to pick from. So, uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed with that, that they kind of, kind of... Like because especially with the how easy it is to try to get people to spend money on that game. <laughs> yeah, no, I I get it. Uh, all right, let's let's get into some of this uh, stuff that we should probably be talking about. Uh, 
<laughs> Gamescom happened this past weekend. We're just going to kind of skip around here because we went a lot longer on that than I expected. But uh, Gamescom happened. They showed a bunch of games, uh, you know, games we knew about, uh, games that, you know, we didn't haven't really seen before. But uh, anything jump out at you guys for, for Gamescom? I don't really need, think we need to talk about every game, but there's, a, there's quite a bit. Uh, I know for sure. I'm not sure if I wasn't expecting it, but Crash Bandicoot Four kind of jumped out at me. <laughs> like I was, I wasn't really expecting us to be back to to Crash. But then again, I guess we had a build up for it, given that they 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 did the they re released the trilogy. Yeah. Uh, they re released the racing game. They actually created a, what a standalone recently, a standalone game recently, but it wasn't like an actual Crash uh, Bandicoot. It, it was that phone game they they released. Okay. Yeah. So I was actually. I, so I guess I guess now in hindsight, I guess I we were we we saw it coming, <laughs> yeah. but it still caught me by surprise when I saw the Crash Bandicoot four. It's 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 about time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh that I mean it's it's a little bit different art style than the trilogy, which I was kind of like, why don't you just use the art style from the trilogy? Because right, you know, just kind of make a continuation. But yeah, I don't know. It looks like it fits. It looks it looks fine. I'm not a big Crash guy, but it looks fine. I'm not. I'm not really the biggest Crash guy either. But you know, like anything that calls back to like to like some yonder yore of like of origin gaming from whether whether you know it's old an old school throwback to Nintendo, an old school throwback to to Xbox, or it's an old school throwback to Sony PlayStation. You know, it, it's it's always going to be one of those ones that always gets my attention. Not saying I'm just going to run out and get it on day one, but but yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I was I was a big I was a big Crash uh, fan. Like me and my sister, like that was the one game that we would just sit down and play for hours and hours and hours on PlayStation. So yeah, I was, I've been excited. Like I I got the collection on Switch, um, you know, and stuff. So you know, I do play that occasionally. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for a new one. You know, like it's. Everyone, you know, everyone else is getting their like, you know, their uh, their new Ratchet and Clanks, and their, you know, and like I think, have they made a new Spyro yet, or they is just, that something? They just released a collection, but that was yeah. that was about it. I think that's probably coming soon here too, but um, yeah. So I, you know, like I, like out of all those early PlayStation like. Uh, uh character based games like that that was always the one that that i you know gravitated towards i didn't really get into ratchet and clank too much or or spyro or any of that um it's it's crazy because ratchet and clank in my opinion was the underdog back during those days when it was jack yeah. and daxter versus ratchet and yeah clank. So jack it's, and daxter. it's it's crazy to see that ratchet and clank is the one that had the longevity <laughs> yeah i always I, thought I, th- I always thought the first jack and daxter was like really good i i didn't yeah. really care for two or three but jack one and then like sly cooper i thought was another one that would have lasted way longer than ratchet isn't yep. isn't sly cooper coming back too uh, i thought what, i i thought I've i had heard some, some rumors yeah i mean i thought was, i heard something about a new a possibly new I, I that rumor's been going around forever uh because at the end of the fourth game on ps3 was oh. i think it was on ps3 the f- the fourth game they teased a fifth game but i mean hmm. that was on ps3 and we're headed into playstation 5 so i don't i don't know exactly yet mm-hmm. but i the thing that 
the thing that bothers me about PlayStation right now is that like they made all these HD trilogies for PlayStation Three of these classic PS2 games or just like collections of like the infamous collection or the Killzone collection and stuff. And you can't play them anymore. Like they are stuck yeah. on PlayStation three. Like, yeah. why can't we get those collections on like even a PlayStation four version of them? So they're backwards compatible on PlayStation five, you know, like I would love to go back and play infamous one and two again. I would, I, those games were awesome, but there's no way to, to play them. <laughs> yeah well see and that's the and that's the thing like honestly that that's like i i do want to get a ps5 but like but how how uh how determined i am to get one depends on you know like i want to know more about what exactly this backwards compatibility stuff you know they there's you know we've we've been hearing for like i think over two years now about them having a patent for some kind of you know like backwards compatibility type thing you know like it's been a while now that they've had that there's been all this talk about something with them i want to i want to know what all that stuff is i want to know what we're going to get when it comes to backwards compatibility because really that's the selling point for me yeah i i agree with you on that but um i'm also going to be the bad guy here and um and after the debacle of backwards compatibility on ps3 i stopped caring about backwards compatibility <laughs> hmm. yeah, I, I, think, mean, I think maybe i guess just being like xbox players and like not really having a lot of amazing exclusives and then really pushing backwards compatibility it really pushes a lot of like older games on you and it just and obviously nintendo re-releases everything old any chance that they get so like maybe maybe that's just kind of where as as a player i'm coming from and and so i don't know i i would like to see some of these games come back but also like i i think about this a lot too where I don't really have the time to play new games. Why would I be going back to these old games? You know, so I'm kind of. I, I Actually, thought about I thought about that the other day. Where like, the only game I'm really playing consistently anymore is Destiny, and I've been playing it consistently since what 2014. So, and everything else is like I play. I maybe finish five or six other games a year. I'll dabble in other games, but finishing mm-hmm. games you know i i don't even remember the last game i finished this year honestly actually actually you uh, you saying that reminds me there was there was something like somebody somebody that went on that went on record for playstation i want to say it was during i want to say it was right before the ps4 launch somebody somebody basically had the same like oops moment that 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 spokesperson had for xbox about like you know like uh always ha- always having internet mm-hmm. but basically when it came to backwards compatibility uh, they said something, and I was like, um, and and it was basically, I'm paraphrasing right now, but it was basically, we don't care about you being able to play your old games. <laughs> and, you know, it sounds, it sounded harsh on paper, but, you know, yeah, like, I will, when I'm, when I'm exhausted with my, with the current games are out, maybe, you know, every once in a while, I will throw on, you know, throw on Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions, or I will go back and play, like, Front Mission Three or Parasite Eve or the first Devil May Cry, which I don't have on the collect on the trilogy, so I have to go back and play it on PS2. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and 
like I said, like I may sound like the bad guy here, but backwards compatibility doesn't move the needle for me at all right now as far as like the game consoles are launching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me it's about preservation of games of of just, you know, like if you want to be able to play a game to to still be able to have that option without having yeah. it go and buy all this old tech, you know, like I love the idea that I can on my Xbox I can play Dead Space 1, 2, and 3, and I can stream it, you know, I can stream it on Twitch through my Xbox, and, you know, like, I I just like that I can go back and I can play all these old games and stream them on Twitch through my Xbox, like, you know, like that, like, it just, I think that's the thing, is, like, for me, Xbox just did backwards compatibility so well that that now it's like that's the standard that I that I hold it to is because, oh, oh yeah you know, like you know and that's why that's why it feels like I like I want if if Sony is going to come out and say that they're going to do backwards compatibility I want them to actually put the work in to do it and not just half ass it you know like yeah you know that's that's basically where I'm at is either do it and do it right or just don't don't do it at all then. Just don't do it at all. Oh yeah, for real. Um, know, like actually, actually you brought, actually you saying that actually gives me one of the, one of the talking topics for uh, for the Crossroads podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the panel how they feel about backwards compatibility and let's see if I can start a fight on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Do it. But yeah. Well, you know, and the thing is, though, with this whole this whole thing is, I didn't get a chance to watch all of all of this the shows that that have happened because you know being busy and stuff this week, I I didn't I caught a little bit of it of the the show. Um, I forget what it, there was something I was watching that I got I caught a glimpse of that they're talking about but i yeah i need to I, there's so much i need to catch up oh, on as far the, as news goes the but. indie games podcast was amazing guys like Corey, like, I, and yeah like i i do like how ed just like co-opted that I know. <laughs> that back half of the freaking <laughs> but yeah you're but yeah that indie games podcast was amazing like it actually made me stop what i was doing and look up a few of these games like oh I need to get this. I need to check this out. And uh, and uh, and and uh, Dan, like, hey, that was a wonderful guest you guys had that that day. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna try to have more kind of, I guess, specialty guests. You would say uh, mm-hmm. on the show. Just you know, if we're focusing on a specific topic, we're gonna have like, like, we're gonna talk about Zelda soon. So we're gonna have someone probably from another Zelda podcast on, or you know, someone in the realm mm-hmm. of Zelda. Uh, come on or you know what oh. i mean like that's kind of the goal at least uh oh yeah. i guess i guess i needed to find another monster hunter person <laughs> yeah you should yeah i have like i wish my friend my friend joey who used to podcast with us a long time ago is a huge monster hunter fan i wish I oh could get man him. i wish i could get him in on this uh but <laughs> he's he's a uh, he's an it guy too guy too actually okay he works for uh company called Reynolds and Reynolds so uh, yeah but anyways uh, so what'd you guys think of uh, Valhalla uh, I I like Assassin's Creed a lot um, I liked Origins but after playing Odyssey 
like Odyssey blows Origins out of the water gameplay wise and movement wise and just everything else. You know, it's just kind of like I look at Valhalla and see Origins again, and I'm like, I wasn't really crazy about the the movement because the character really felt heavy. Uh, you couldn't jump off of these like thousand foot ledges and land on your feet. You know, like you can in Odyssey. <laughs> like it, it just it looks like it's going back to Origins, and that doesn't really. I'm not really amazed by that. You know, mm. I, I I love Odyssey. Odyssey is probably a game of the generation, if not one of my top ten games of all time now. Like, it's just it feels so good to play. And if if Valhalla doesn't feel like Origins, I I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. Uh, I think it looks cool. I like the 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 setting. I like the the Viking motif. You know, like I I really like what they're going for, and I want to like I want to like it a lot. Uh, there's just something there that's kind of like, it's almost rubbing me the wrong way a little bit as a fan of the series. So that's understandable, but like, I think overall it looks, it looks cool. Yeah. I, I, you know, I had finally, I had gotten origins and, you know, like was kind of disappointed with that game just because it wasn't quite what I was looking for. But then I, I did eventually get um, uh, Odyssey, and I really do like Odyssey. Like I like the the combat and all that stuff. Um, it's I don't know. It felt it felt a little bit more deeper uh, than than Origins did as far as like combat and and you know like having the swords and and blocking and you know all those kinds of things that i just felt like weren't weren't quite in uh origins Mm -hmm. um so yeah like for me like it seems like it's going to have kind of that odyssey like where world where there'll be a lot of combat stuff you know be a little bit heavier on combat Mm -hmm. um and if they can do that for me like i I think I'll definitely enjoy it much more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I'm kind of the same as you though. Like where I do like, I do like the uh, the setting and all that stuff. Uh, definitely much more than than most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so uh, yeah, I'm 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 hopeful of it. You know, like I I'm you know I still don't know. It's probably not something I'm gonna get right away. But it, I, I will get it eventually. Yeah, it's like the more and more I watch it, the more and more. Like, I wanted it at launch, and I was like, man, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm crazy about Odyssey, and the more and more I watch this, I'm like, maybe this is like a wait until, like, that huge $120 digital version is like $17 next March. <laughs> well, the I'll be honest. You know, this is what the problem is. I cannot wait for Cyberpunk, and that game is going to probably take the like next quarter of my life to finish. (laughs) So, so like, you know, like I, I just don't have, I mean, look at like this whole month, I haven't played barely anything for games. I just don't have that kind of time that where if I'm going to have a big game like that, I'm going to have to choose. And, and unfortunately cyberpunk or well, no, it's not really unfortunate, but cyberpunk just is like I love sci-fi. I love you know like everything that that game is oh, is, yeah. is what I'm interested in. Be it TV shows, be it 
movies, be it whatever, like that speaks to me like completely. So that game is going to be what anytime I need to stick time into something to finish, accomplish something in a game, it's going to be that one. So oh, yeah. I just I just don't don't know when I would get to, you know, no no matter how great it is, I'm, you know, like I didn't play Witcher. I didn't play Witcher 3 at all just because like you know, it was interesting to me, but it was just like I just didn't want to dedicate that kind of time to that game. But with Cyberpunk just being so much more of what I, you know, what I'm interested in, um, I I can't, you know, not not dedicate my time to that game. So, you yeah. know, that's kind of how I've been looking at a lot of things uh, oh, yeah. as far as the future goes for games here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, honestly, the thing I think I was, the thing I was most excited about during this, I think was the destiny Two the trailer that showed the, this different, the new abilities, the new stasis uh, powers. And like, how'd I, how'd I know that? I, I mean, that. look, we we had an hour and forty eight minute tower casuals. Our destiny podcast that's supposed to be thirty to forty five minutes. We went almost two hours on this. So, uh, well, and, and look at his background right now, guys. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's not my background on the podcast, but for my Skype oh, call, okay. it's uh, yeah, okay, Saint fourteen right there. He's he's the greatest Titan who ever lived and resurrected. Uh, Actually, actually, I will say uh, there was there was a wow factor for me. I don't even play Destiny, but there was a wow factor for me watching that during the opening night live uh, uh, session. And and it's funny because like I was I was paying attention to the uh, to the to the chat stream, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of haters out there. But at the same time, it was like people was like just shut up and just watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. because uh, it if anything it was gorgeous. And like I said, there was a wow factor in it for me. Yeah, definitely, definitely this year with gaming as as new consoles and everything come, I've just been more and more of like, I just do not give a shit what people say right now. Like I'm, you know, it's either it speaks to me or it doesn't. And, you know, that's all that really matters right now. Like I, I look forward to both consoles, you know, like I, I give them a lot of credit for at this point anyways, as far as right now goes we still they're still plan on bringing the consoles out and that's something we'll probably talk about on arsenal x but like i just you know like man as far as console release years go this year has just been a cluster f (laughs) like it's just you know between covid and just yeah everything going on it's just it's really getting harder and harder to be excited for the the new consoles like as much as i really want to get both of them it's there's also just both consoles are are just not at a point where where it's it seems like you need to get either of them you know on day one like i just i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) because because a lot of things are just are just happening and a lot of things uh but a lot lot of things aren't so yeah i don't know right <laughs> it's you know like that at, there's that article about should they just cancel console releases and just do them do them later when when things can kind of get put back on a, on their feet again 
Um, and you know, part of me, it's like, I honestly wouldn't, wouldn't blame anyone if they did just decide to cancel the release of the console, the new consoles. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of weird because, uh, because when I started talking about PS5, I didn't even realize that it was about that time for like the new, for like the new console cycle to begin. I was, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like with the way technology and stuff has gone so far in gaming and stuff like ps mm-hmm. ps uh well ps3 in my in my ps3 and xbox 360 in my wait yeah ps3 and xbox 360 in my opinion had a very long lifespan mm-hmm. uh and 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 i figured that ps4 and xbox one was going to have that longer lifespan too but you know it was kind of it was kind of crazy when like three years ago we're hearing them already started to mock up the ps5 and i was like wait what's going on here like i just bought this system even though i mm-hmm. just bought that system like five years ago but you know i just bought the system <laughs> yeah so yeah um it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy that we're sitting here right at the beginning of a new launch cycle for brand new consoles yeah well and i mean you know like great new games have been coming out for these consoles we have right now like mm-hmm. xbox is you know has been having a whole lot of new you know more exclusive games that have been coming out to the xbox recently and and on the uh, major success and and flight simulator you know like that that game is like a modern marvel <laughs> like just like what it's doing it is like in my opinion in a lot of people's opinion like truly next gen for pc and consoles like what they're doing in that game is just it's crazy yeah um, yeah you know and and just looks amazing like it's it's crazy how realistic that game can look on pc <sighs> yeah right <laughs> so you know like i there's a lot of things going on and you know and unfortunately yeah i don't think uh you'd be able to play flight simulator on an xbox one um you would need that new xbox in order to be able to play it i think yeah. um but for real for real but you know like I mean that that could be their release game, but again, that's not new. You know, like people seem to be so like upset about things. It's like, you know, even though you know Gears Tactics hasn't been on console yet, and that would be you know like brand new to the console. You know, like the Flight Simulator would be new to the console. Like, but just because it it already came out on PC, like people somehow that's a negative thing or whatever but i don't know but i just i just think in general like yeah like it's it's just a really rough year <laughs> for everything like it's you know, it's, it's weird how the year it's weird how console gamers are though because like if it comes out on the pc first like they're they're just mad and they're just ready to tear it to shreds and stuff like that but but if it comes out if it comes out on piece on, on on consoles first it's like the pc gamers is like we're, we're, we're gonna wait because uh we're we're honestly yeah. used to getting games two or three years after like uh after like a whole launch has happened and, yeah. you know and, and things like that so it's 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 kind of strange and you know <laughs> you know all jokes aside about the pc master race and everything you know it's it's just it's just really it's just really funny that you know when it when it comes to games like if it if it doesn't come out on all platforms at once if it comes out on one platform versus the other, there's like a there's like a different like shift in how in attitude with how the games go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I I don't understand it. You know, like and and that's the thing. Like that's why you know, like I think it's really good on on Microsoft 
for being like, hey, we're going to start focusing on actually giving people on PC, you know, a good, you know, good experience and like focus on, you know, making that experience for PC people, you know, better. Them getting tactics first and them getting flight simulator and them getting all these things first, in my opinion, is just Microsoft you know, doing good by what they said, you know, what, what they had, they had claimed they were going to try to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the, the, the hate or the, you know, the negativity for that stuff. Like to, to kind of play off what you're saying, Jesse, like there's, there's games that they put on PC, like, like gears tactics and flight simulator, right? Like you said, flight simulator probably wouldn't run on an xbox one even xbox one x mm-hmm. like it's it's no. mm-hmm. that game is they it people are having trouble running it on you know on the pc moderate <laughs> pcs right like it, it's just one of those games but uh when when the series when the series x comes out and it's doing everything that they're claiming it's supposed to do like you know like you said they want the pc they want to get back into the pc market and i think they've done a pretty decent job of allowing their games to be everywhere on PC, right? Like they, you can buy them on steam. They're available through game pass on their own store. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think they've done a pretty decent job and like the, their back catalog of Xbox 360 games are supposedly coming to PC soon. Like I think Microsoft's doing really well by the, the PC crowd, you know, halo, the master chief collection is apparently amazing on PC. Uh, and that's that's awesome you know right i'm if phil spencer says he doesn't like he doesn't care where you play their games as long as you're playing their games and i think that they're holding true to that at this point uh that's a wonderful attitude to have yeah Mm -hmm. and i know like okay yeah halo infinite's gonna it's been delayed right but the xbox one version is still coming and a lot of people think that it's going to hold that game back, but also they're still, they're sticking to their guns. They're saying, Hey, look for the next couple of years, we're still going to support the Xbox one and halos are, our big juggernaut game. So I don't know. I, I, I kind of appreciate what they're doing. Although I do see the argument on both sides of the coin. Yeah. Cause PlayStation, yeah, I mean, PlayStation's literally cutting off the PlayStation four the day the PlayStation five comes out. Nintendo usually does that too. Where they're like, okay, the Wii U's dead with Zelda, but also yeah. Zelda's yeah. on the Switch. Buy our new stuff, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. So circling back to the opening opening night live stuff, let me ask you a question. Uh, the Ratchet and Clank stuff didn't it? Is it just me or did it feel like it was basically the same content from the PS5 reveal, except just a slight bit long, maybe like 12, 18 seconds longer? It was it was a longer version of that PlayStation demo. Uh, it like it looks cool, and they have the ex- they have like an extended thing on their YouTube page apparently, uh, in 4K. But yeah, it was essentially the same thing. Which don't get me wrong, it looks great, but I want to see oh, yeah. I want to see more. Like I want to see jumping through the the different dimensions. I want to see yeah. I want to see that on the fly, like spamming it almost. Like, can you really do this on the fly, or is it just like you know? Well, I mean, with the power with the power of the um, with the power of the uh, the NVMe drive, like technically, it's supposed to be able to have all that stuff like right then and there. Like you know, if you're going to do all that jumping and switching through the parallel the parallel dimensions and stuff like that, so it's like no load times, nothing nothing ridiculous or anything like that. You should go boom, 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 boom. Are you 
are you worried about them coming out and saying, hey, we're going to have a 4K 30 frames a second version of this or a lower resolution, higher frame rate version of this? I hadn't put much thought into it, but it would kind of it would rub me the wrong way if it's a lower frame rate version. Yeah, I, I seen that. I seen that that might be the case. Yeah, like that it, that they're not that they don't think that they'll be able to do more than 30 frames per second. Yeah, that 4K. that would kind of that would kind of burn me because as a PC gamer, I've gotten used to having like the nice buttery smooth, like 60 frames or, or higher. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if this, if the power of these new consoles is supposed to be like push these games at 60, you know, then we need, we need it to be uniform across the board. And, you know, like, because what we don't want to have happen is we don't want gamers to feel like their consoles are inferior to any way, you know, especially if it's more of a, de of, of a developer's problem and not the console's problem. Mm -hmm. so, I think, I oh, think, in, I think in this case though, actually, it, <clears throat> you know, and I've been saying this for a while is I've been watching a lot of videos on talking about like the hardware that are going to be in these consoles and how, you know, what the difference between the two of them are. And like, like one of the things that's been said is that, you know, like that the, the way that the PS5 is, is set up hardware wise, it will be able to do ray tracing, but it's going to be such a low version of it that like that it just like, it's going to lack the power to, to be able to like, you know, do it fully across the board. Mm. And so like. I think that's what the the problem is with this with the game is if you want to get the ray tracing in it, I think it's going to take away so much power that that you're only going to be able to get the 30 frames per second at 4K. Yeah. Whereas like the you know like the the main thing that the Xbox did is they powered the ray tracing with you know like put cores that are dedicated just to ray tracing. Yeah, and that's what the big difference, you know, I keep on hearing between the two consoles are is Sony's ray tracing is going to be pulling from the power cores that are powering everything else. Mm. So it's causing it to to you know not have quite as much power than to be able to do ever to power everything else. Yeah, you hit Whereas, the next. Yeah, which the Series X has. You know, that's why they, you know, they go on about all those extra cores because those extra cores that they have in it are going to be dedicated solely just to ray tracing and to audio, I believe, is the is the idea. And so that's why, like, I think, you know, and I, I've theorized this now for a little while, is that that's why Sony put the money out to get uh, the Unreal Engine uh, demo stuff done on their stage because I, I honestly think they're gonna have to rely on that the ray tracing on that they're gonna be doing in that new Unreal Engine uh, software wise. They're gonna have to uh, um, rely on that much more than than the the Series X will, and so that's why and them knowing that they want to get out in front of it. And, you know, like get get Unreal Engine and, you know, on their stage and kind of be able to show, you know, that their games will look good on the PlayStation. Um, it's just, un, you know, like, and, and does it really matter? I mean, at the end of the day, but, 
you know, like I don't think they're going to be able to do ray tracing as well on a hardware uh, level. And so, like, we could see stuff, you know, happening where where frame rates and stuff aren't as good as maybe we would like them to be until they start producing games through Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. You know, like these early these early games, which you know we see every console. Like, there you always get those first games on a console that are like, okay, well, this kind of probably could have almost ran on the old hardware. Oh yeah, but. But you know, it still does look better. But it's it's not like it's not like this is what the console is going to be able to do day one. You know, I it's, remember I remember the, uh, those cringy titles on the PS2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those first ones. Oh boy, who could forget? Uh, what what was the one with like the the historically accurate crab uh, that you fought? Remember that whole thing that was like a. They, they said the game was like historically accurate, and they showed this big battle scene of you fighting a giant samurai crab or something. Was, Wait, what was that? What was that? Yeah. Was it, what was it? Was it Genji or something? Yes, yes, it was. Yes. I was like, uh, uh. yeah. So it was. It was. It was interesting. Oh so. God, so cringe. Uh, we, we, we've had we've had less and less cringe as as yeah. we come along. We we there's still some cringe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes though it's intentional. Like I, I, I like every time Ubisoft marches out the trials, guys, <laughs> or like the Just Dance team. Yeah, just dance. oh yeah, I, I I swear, like Ubisoft's making all their money every year off of Just Dance titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they did put it out on the Wii this year, so. Well, and you do have to pay like monthly to to get like the service where you can unlock all the all the old previous songs and all that. Yeah. It's like ten dollars a month or something like that. Jeez. Yeah, so, it's. Yeah, it's something. It's yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, we're gonna we, we've been running a little bit long, so we're only gonna answer one of our listener questions. Uh, right now, uh, so. Sorry, Logan, you're on the team, so we're going to skip your question. Uh, we're going to save this question, actually, for Arsenal X tomorrow because it's really good. Uh, Ashley Davidson writes in. She says, uh, do you think PlayStation's decision to essentially turn their pre-orders into a lottery event is a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I don't... I don't know. It's It's a weird way to announce your pre-orders are coming. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When I when I saw it too, I was like, mm, "That's kind of that's kind of strange." But here's what here's what I know. Here's what I know. I used to I used to be a manager at GameStop, and um and I know this. Like, there's always going to be this level of like like not everybody's going to be able to get their pre-orders, even when they're fully paid for and stuff like that. So it's it's just one of those it's just one of those unfortunate things that you have to deal with in the retail environment and stuff like that you know uh we don't even know how many units sony is planning on saying they're going to have available for the launch you know um you know like and that's also that we're i guess we're waiting, we're also waiting on a state of play where we may hear some more information we haven't got the price point yet we haven't gotten an actual definite release date yet uh so if we don't have those yet we don't even we won't even know for sure how many systems are going to have so are they going to have a million worldwide are they going to have five 500,000 worldwide are they going to have a billion worldwide i mean uh you know it, we don't know i just threw a billion yeah. out there and it's a ridiculous the, number but you know the only the only thing they've said is that they're trying to double their output 
the, for the launch quarter, which is like, okay, well, if you produce five units, that's 10 units. Like what, what does this number even mean? That's just an arbitrary <laughs> marketing yeah. beat. Yeah. All, that, I, all I know for sure is I went ahead and I put, <laughs> I, I registered my, my PSN and my email address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think that's, that's, uh, uh, one of the things that's kind of coming up as a question, um, of like why they did this, that, that, there might be something behind behind all this that isn't is isn't a great thing, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, like you know, like I I understand trying to to get an idea of how many people are interested in buying something, but I think I think they they sh- I think they could have did it a different way. Without it being, I I don't think people would have taken it quite as negatively as if they said that hey you know like if you you know register your your um your you know your PS4 and you do all that stuff that you know like we want to know how many people are interested in getting this day one now <clears throat> you know there could be uh, an added bonus that. You know, whoever wanted to do that could do that. We can't guarantee you anything, but you might have you might get an email that will give you the possibility that you know you could maybe uh, pre-order a console uh, a week before the pre-orders go up or something. You know, like give you like make it make it something that's just kind of an interesting like bonus thing that that isn't necessarily based around you know you wanting to pre-order something like because they the way they make it sound is like you want to pre-order you know now you can do it but then at the same time they're saying we can't guarantee that you're going to get one it's like you shouldn't have said that it was a pre-order then just say that it's uh it's just be you know be be upfront with everyone about it what what this is we want to know how many people are interested beyond that you can possibly get, you know, a pre-order early if you, you know, if, if you're picked, you know, like they, they could have just d- did a better way of it. I feel like I, I don't think that it's, it's a super bad thing what they're doing. I just think it's, it, they just went about it the wrong way. Yeah. 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 I, I, I just think, look, I, I, I guess it's like an interesting way to get people to like, I think the lottery thing is just like a thing to garner hype and everything. Like, I, I don't really think that there's like a, I mean, I think there's an arbitrary number of, of consoles. Like I, I think they have a set number of consoles, but it's, if you sign up, like, what are they going to do? Say, Oh, you can't buy our console. Cause we don't have enough. Like you really think what, let's say there, what is there? 115 million PlayStation fours out there theoretically. Uh, although I know I've, I've bought two. So, you know, <laughs> there's your i'm two still on my first one thank god <laughs> yeah i upgraded to a pro and that was oh, okay. like that was like a bad move i it's it's different because like you can i had a launch xbox one and then i upgraded to an x and then i had a launch uh playstation 4 and i upgraded to the pro and like there was very no, little difference in the pro and the regular playstation for me but the like the xbox one x is definitely more powerful than the base xbox one but uh, i think that this is just kind of like 
I don't know. It's interesting, though, that this is the way they're telling people you can buy it directly from Sony, which is kind of a first in console sale selling, <laughs> I guess. I was I was going to put my I was going to put my faith in, in, in my local Best Buy because Best Buy sent me um after right after the PS5, uh, the PS5 reveal event, mm-hmm. Best Buy sent me an email saying the saying that uh, we're that we we're planning on taking pre-orders for the uh, for the PlayStation 5. Uh, yeah, I got uh, that alert on my phone through the app. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, so you know, I'll, I'll be keeping my eye out on it. I don't think this is, I don't think this is neither a good nor a bad thing, as mm. far as far as it goes. I, I, I do believe part of it is the hype train. I believe mm. that is. I believe that's it. But at the same time, um, I think they just want some realistic numbers for what they may have because this also goes back to, like I said, they haven't revealed price point yet, and I feel like they're they're some of these things they're still trying to keep a, a tight a tight hold on because they don't want Microsoft to scoop them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, because like we there's rumors that a state of play is coming, and the next state of play is supposed to have like you know release date as well as price points and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, there's no confirmation on it as of yet, and of course, you know, like Microsoft is just, you know, just sitting back. I'm not sure if they're twiddling their thumbs or they're coasting or whatnot. You know, <laughs> nobody wants to make a move on, on the price, and I get it, you know, because because uh, Sony did scoop Microsoft last time with this, <laughs> and Microsoft is looking for some get back on it. Yeah. I still, I still think that it, it could come down to the point of where where Sony waits too long and and microsoft just comes out first but they just but they just literally like blow everyone away with the super low price that sony could never sony can't contend with yes you know like just say f it you know we're (laughs) 2.99 for the the base (laughs) xbox (laughs) oh my god and 1.99 for the 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 uh all digital (laughs) I would buy an Xbox. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Do you, who do you think is going to announce their price first, PlayStation or Xbox? It'd be PlayStation. Play, I, I feel like PlayStation is closer to launch than Microsoft is. So it'd be. I just feel. I, I honestly feel based off of what they showed us uh, way back when in the P, in the PS5 reveal event. I feel like Sony is a lot closer to launch than Microsoft is. Not saying that Mike. I, I don't know. Microsoft may be ready, you know, but they could just be playing it cool, waiting for Sony to drop all their cards. Um, but uh, but I have a funny feeling PlayStation is going to be first out the gate, uh, and it's, and that's going to be because I think what. Honestly, doesn't it alternate? It's been alternating since Microsoft's been in the game. Like Sony's come out first, then then Microsoft comes out comes out, you know, first the next time, and then back to Sony. Cause uh, didn't Sony? Cause Sony like Sony screwed up bad with PS3. Yeah. Sony, yeah. Screwed, Sony screwed up bad with PS3. They screwed up bad with price points as well as like hard hardware capabilities. Uh, and uh, and and that gave the uh, the 360 like its big its big appeal. But then the um, but then the the Xbox, the Xbox One came out, and PlayStation was right behind it. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the things too that that like that I I just honestly just learned I think about this year, the end of last year, that I did not know about is that that uh, Japan didn't get an Xbox One uh, 
to you know the ability to buy an xbox one for almost a year after it had been out already like it it took nine months for them to finally get one like i didn't i didn't realize that that had happened and like i could see where that would majorly damage you know like in that area like mm-hmm. your any kind of chance of getting any kind of footing at all and like you know like that's one of the things that they want to do this time around way differently oh yeah and, that's another you know, that's another thing too like microsoft microsoft needs microsoft needs to realize this because this is not the first console that the, that they've actually like kind of like pushed aside the you know the the non-western gamers like yeah. microsoft needs to start coming to the table and realizing hey there's gamers all around the world yeah. and and their money just can't be good at certain points they got it's yeah. got to be good the entire time the entire spectrum you know uh you know don't delay so freaking long you know because yeah. uh because at least every playstation after ps2 after PS2, every console, every PlayStation console, I believe, had a worldwide launch. Oh, maybe there was a. I think there was a slight delay between, between PS3 on you know in in Japan versus the West, but it was so close close together that it didn't really matter. Yeah. But but PS4 had a worldwide launch. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so it's, it's 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 ludicrous thinking that you know like we're gonna release a gaming console. And we know that outside of the West, the other big gaming, the other big gaming region, is Japan. But we're just gonna like say, oh, you guys don't matter for almost a year. That's 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 insane. And yeah. and that's probably some of the reasons why Microsoft was hurting overall in Xbox One just potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and you know like that that was kind of their focus or Phil Spencer's focus. They, you know, they built a. They built an actual uh, base in in Asia, like like where they have like people that work there that work for you know for Microsoft or for Xbox, but they you know they can be there on the you know in that area to be able to work with other companies to try to get more uh, you know titles on the Xbox. You know, and that's another thing that they kind of never really did a great job of, mm-hmm. you know, was trying to get more of those things like, you know, like look at Fantasy Star Online as, you know, too being on Xbox. I mean, you know, like it doesn't mean a whole lot to to, you know, a lot of us here, but in other, you know, those other countries in where other it's territories. Massive, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big deal to be yeah. able to have it on a console, you know, so. You know, like I, I have a feeling we'll see more of that kind of stuff happening, where where we'll get things that will just be like, you know, okay, I guess, but it's it's not necessarily for us. It's yeah. Microsoft doing the what they feel they need to do to get those other people that aren't us interested in it. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. but uh, well, <laughs> I guess I guess we're gonna find out soon hopefully yeah it's it is what by the time this posts it's going to be september so uh, oh my yeah. god did, did my sony fanboy came out i feel like i was a spokesperson for them just now <laughs> i mean look we it doesn't matter doesn't yeah. matter we're pat look we're here yeah. because we're passionate about specific yeah. things and we're gonna That's have true. good fun arguments about stuff and you know well and I, I dude i think we've had some amazing conversations this episode about oh, yeah about everything so yeah you yeah. know like that's uh, what that's what we want to be able to do i'm glad you know like we're gonna have the you know that you guys are doing a playstation show and and you know and we can 
hopefully are going to have some really good competition, you know, between Xbox and Sony, you know, trying to make each other better at, at oh, what they're well, doing, are, you know, we like already, that's, we already claim that we're the best. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're one that's episode fine. in compared to our 100, 106 of 106 of Arsenal and uh, 210 of power block. They're already claiming so. hey, hey, hey. Uh, underdogs, underdogs at the underdog. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. Uh, I want to thank everybody for watching us live here on Twitch.tv/slash Boss Rush Games live, uh, or watching us on YouTube or listening to us on podcast services. Uh, there's there are big things happening at Boss Rush Games. Uh, just so much going on. I'm I'm too excited. A little little overwhelmed but too excited about the things that are happening our new teammates our new shows uh you know interviews that are happening it's just it's been fun the last few weeks putting this all together and uh you know updating the website which is almost done the i just remember that big overhaul the website i did like three months ago yeah, yeah, it's it's gone. It's it's gone. <laughs> uh, so uh, this one this one's fun though. So I, I'm happy with it. It's the menu system's going to change this weekend. So I'm I ho- I'm hoping to have everybody kind of incorporated and and kind of just ready to go once we do this. But uh, yeah, it's been a it's been this whole kind of transition has been fun for me to watch. And and you know, Laron adding you has been awesome and everybody else you know nelly and, and logan and uh, hopefully you know we have like this video side of things kind of happening now so it's it's been it's been awesome so uh we're, we're good we're good yeah we're getting to the point where we could almost have baseball cards of each of us second. i know right <laughs> yo that'd be, that'd be so awesome i know it's so, a whole team i know have to start getting headshots yeah uh, <laughs> speaking of i do i do need uh like a a headshot of both of you at some point. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Because I'm making like a team roster thing, and like on the website, there's going to be a whole thing of like get to know our team and stuff. So. So whatever. can it be a glorified? Okay. Can it be a glorified selfie, or do I have to hire a photographer? You can do whatever you want, whatever you feel <laughs> okay. comfortable. I'm sure Jesse's just going to send me his thieves, Sea of Thieves picture that he took. <laughs> yeah. With my uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Jesse, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me almost everywhere as Phantom NXS. So. Laron? All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at uh, Exodus 803, Exodus E X O D U S 803. Uh, it's also, that's also my Twitter handle, so you can find it there. And uh, that's. Actually, if you use that, you can. that's my PSM, my Xbox Live as well. So just uh, just look it up. Awesome. Awesome. You can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on a plethora of shows here on Boss Rush Games. Going to start trying to stream some games here a couple nights a week, so look out for that. Uh, check out our family of shows, Nintendo Power Block, Arsenal X, and of course the new Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast, uh, hopefully on podcast services everywhere soon, if Apple ever approves it and Google. Come on, guys. <laughs> We're not Fortnite here. You don't have to keep us off your platform. Right? (laughs) You can catch all of our content on BossRushGames.com. Thank you, Laron. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, Thank you guys so much for watching. And until next week, we love you. Take care.